last I got to speak uh, at Crew a couple of years ago, and I uh, did the usual thing I've told most of you uh, that I had a chance to meet. Usually what I speak about is, okay, so you got your goals for the year, right? It's January. You know what you want to get done, right? You don't want it to be December 31 and you didn't touch them. So how are we going to change this year, right? How is this year going to be different from last year? Let's get on it, right? And usually I spend my time kind of of teaching people and working on how do you take a goal and execute it, right? And how do you set up your life, kind of engineer your life for accountability and supports to make sure you're going to get it done, right? Um, and that's usually what I'm speaking about. Our topic today is a very different, though. Um, there's a lot of people out there now, right, and a lot of great insight into how to get goals done, right, how to execute goals. And so if you, uh, if that's kind of where you are and you're like, I do know what I want to get done this year and I, I really just, you know, want to design my life around getting those goals done, you know, stop up and see me or email me. I'm going to give you my card before we go. And just ask. I'll send you 10 different really cool talks or tools or books that will help you with that. Today, though, our topic is pretty different, right? Which is, I don't know, I mean, it's January, right? So we've all been thinking about our lives and thinking about goals and thinking about direction and what do we want to do. And I don't know about you, but I certainly realize that sometimes January comes around and I set goals. And really all I have done is piled up new goals on top of last year's goals which themselves were piled on top of the year before, right? And the year before, and before you know it, really we just have these piles, you know, of ambitions, right? <laughs> maybe some of which we fulfilled, maybe some of which not, but, you know, we're just taking them, right? This year we're setting goals based on kind of where we ended last year. So we're really incremental, right? We're starting here and then maybe we're going here and maybe we're going here, as opposed to well, where do we really want to go? What's really important, Right? What really matters? And so today, we're going to spend some time. This is not, again, not going to be like the usual workshop that I lead at all, where it's like, let's get in action. You walk out of here. You're ready to go, right? Everybody's all fired up, right? Today, I hope you're going to walk out of here going, huh, i got some more thinking to do, right? I want to have more conversation. I want to explore a little bit more deeply. And that's definitely, you know, a place where I am as well. So I'm not here so much to lead or teach is that, you know, I'm in a co-adventure with you all in thinking through these same topics. So I want to, I brought some worksheets for you all because I always do workshops, and uh, I want, I'm going to challenge you to do something, and this is a really, oh, thank you, this is actually a really fun challenge, um, and we'll start, we'll start just on the first page. And I'm going to challenge you to do the following, and I'm literally going to put this on the clock. Um, I'm going to get you out of worksheet, and what I want you to do is to spend three minutes on the question at the top of the first page. What do you really want? (laughs) Wow, that's a huge, big question, right? Now, if you are here and you're really primarily focused on, and I think some of you are from meeting you up front, you're thinking a lot about your career and your job. You can answer that question. You can think about that question purely from the perspective of what do I really want for my career, right? But I suspect almost all of us are here thinking much more broadly than that. Some of us are fortunate enough to have recently left a full-time corporate job, right? We're retired or semi-retired or, you know, we're consulting. And for the first time, we have more time, right? 
Um, so wherever you exactly are in life, I really want you to answer that question. And I'm going to challenge you to spend three minutes and just write on what do I really want. Don't worry about the rest of the questions, right? Start with that. And I'm going to give you three minutes just on that, okay? Enjoy the challenging exercise. Pretty interesting, isn't it, right? Some people are done writing, and other people are just furiously still writing and getting it all out. If you're done writing, let me see a show of hands. How many of you have spent at least three minutes, actually? Here's what I want to see the show of hands on. How many of you have spent at least three minutes answering that question for yourself in the last five years? <laughs> okay, looks like everybody's pretty much done. Um, believe it or not, that's about been three minutes. Um, and I want to give you, you're going to have more time, right, for writing and introspections. You're going to get to come back. Nothing is written in concrete there, right? So pretty neat. So I really do want to show hands on the following. How many of you were really clear, right, when you came in here, how you would answer that question? How many of you are really clear about that? Yeah, some time just to step back and think. It's amazing, right, how that opens things up. Okay. We're going to do, in order to kind of get deeper into this topic, we're going to actually watch. How many of you guys know Ted? Are you pretty familiar with Ted? Okay. I'm a total Ted addict. So we're going to watch a couple of TED Talks, and we're also going to hear uh, some audio. And these are all going to be about people who either had an experience um, that helped them in answering that question, what do I really want, what am I really about, um, or... Um, we're going to hear them kind of talk about, you know, if it wasn't a specific incident, how did they get there? Where did it come from, right? This first one, uh, some of you may or may not be aware, but last Friday was the five-year anniversary of the incident in New York where a plane took off. Bird flew into the engine fairly quickly, and the plane had to emergency land on the Hudson River, right? How many people died? None, right? Totally amazing. This TED Talk we're going to hear first is from a not one of the pilots, although they're fascinating to hear from, not one of the flight attendants. They were, they were commonly interviewed. This TED Talk was actually from a passenger. So we're going to get a chance to hear about that experience in his words. It's just about five minutes. So here we go. If everything will cooperate. Man, what a great story, huh? Now, uh, first of all, what did you get? What did you get out of what he was talking about? Right? You've just been thinking about what you want, right? How did what he was saying? I mean, how did that impact you all? Just as you were listening, anybody have any good feedback on that? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a sec. What else? Yes, exactly. What was what is most important to him? Yeah, being a great dad. He got really clear on the thing that he wanted, right? And what I mean, he talked about three kind of things, right, that changed about him. One thing that I really noticed that struck me in common about those things is the second thing on your page, right? Which some of you have been working ahead. <laughs> um, but he got really clear about, hey, there's some stuff I'm not doing anymore, right? 
One thing I'm not doing is, well, if there's somebody great in front of me, I'm going to have a cheap bottle of wine. We're breaking it open, and we're going to ha- we're gonna enjoy that time, right? We're going to stop. He, he was clear he was going to stop waiting, right? He was going to stop. He called, you know, kind of negative emotions. So he was going to stop with the conflict right around him, right? Um, there were a lot of things he realized in order to be a great dad, right, that he was going to stop doing. In order to really be who he really wanted, he was going to stop doing. So I want to give you, I want to challenge you, I'm going to give you a few minutes now to answer the second question here. And feel free to go back to the first if you want. But the second question, which is, you know, what are some of these things that you want to stop doing? What are the things you want to, you know, kind of stop spending time on? Are there emotions that you would really like to pull out of your life? So I'm going to give you a few minutes, the gift of a few minutes to work on that. Is that better? Okay, now we're going to go to the next slide, piece of in, insight. So also somewhat timely because almost exactly 50 years ago today, um, America was pretty deep, right, into the struggle and conversation and change that was the civil rights movement. And a gentleman who is now a congressman was at that time 22 years old. His name is John Lewis. And he was one of the first to cross the first bridge crossing in Selma, the day that is known as Bloody Sunday. And he was interviewed. Um, he For the 50th anniversary, he took some Congress people, journalists, etc., to on a little tour of the sites that figured big um, in the civil rights movement. And this is a bit of an interview about that. And you would expect that most of the interview is going to be about, well, how did you do right all these things? How did you actually accomplish all of this? Um, what's neat is this interview is not just about how you how we got into action, but why. You know why he got into action, how he knew from being a kid that grew up one of ten uh, kids, right? A, ten, a member of a ten, ten kid family of a sharecropper who was finally able to buy 110 acres, as he'll talk about this, how an experienced, right, um, injustice and inequality, right? And that was the whole environment. How did, he have the, how did he have the vision and the faith to be part of change, right? And if you want to be part of change for yourself, for others, for the world, right, how do you gain that vision and how do you hang on to it? And this interview is a lot about it. So I'll play about five minutes and then move forward and play another couple minutes and then we'll talk a bit about it. You don't have to turn it off because it's audio only. So, Obviously what, you know, what Congressman Lewis was talking about is not just, you know, his motivation for change, right? He knew what he wanted. He could answer those questions on the front of the page very clearly. He knew exactly what he wanted, right? He believed in equality in democracy, right? He wanted to see the South change, right? Which is really neat. What he was talking about is what? One, where did those ideas come from? And two, how did he know for sure that change could happen? What did you all hear in that? Where did the where did these ideas even come from that he had? That things could change. What all did he mention? He had that. Yep. What else? Absolutely. Yep. He went to a place that was actually like that. Now, I suspect, 
right, that I very much doubt that Buffalo, even in that time, was, you know, what we would see is, you know, completely racially integrated with no discrimination, right? But still, it was a, it was kind of a crack. It was a sense of what it was. So here's what I want you to I want to have you turn over your sheets because there's another question for you, right? Which is this. For the things that you want, right? For these things that you want and the things you want to take out of your life and the things you want to put in your life, the things you want to accomplish and contribute, right? Um, who is writing about that? Who can give you um, inspiration? Where could you see it? This is a really neat thing to think about, right? You don't necessarily have to Lone Ranger this. You don't necessarily have to make it up from scratch, right? Um, where could you actually go? Where is your buffalo um, that you could go? Who's your Martin Luther King, right? Congressman Lewis also talked about reading the Bible, right, which is very interesting. Where for the what you want, right, where is that? Where could you get that inspiration? Where could you go see it? Because going to Buffalo, I have the feeling that that was a big part for Congressman Lewis of knowing that change actually could occur, that people could actually live this way, because he'd gotten to see it, right? It's kind of interesting. We don't think about that very often, right? We just think, I have to do this. Not, wow, where's the community that's doing this? Who could inspire me? All right, everyone kind of got it? maybe discovered something new. We're going to share some of this in just a little bit, but I've got one more TED Talk for you, and this one does have visual, and it's fun. How many of you know who Diana Nyad is? Well, she did a number of famous swims, but most recently, and this is now just a year and a half ago, most recently she became the first person of either gender to swim from Cuba to Key West. She did it at the age of 64, right? And, and it was not her first attempt. How many? Anybody know how many attempts she'd made before this? Five. Five failed attempts, right? Um, but she did not see it as failure, right? And so if you have not seen the TED Talk with Diane and I, it is, like, incredible and inspiring, right? So we're going to, again, listen to part of it. Um, as you're hearing her, you know, talk, you can already see, right, what's coming. You see the little question at the bottom of this page. It's about character, right? So um, I want you to notice, right, what she says about character, right? What does she have to say about character, and how is that, you know, impacting you and what you really want? So here we go. We're going to listen to about the first six minutes and then another couple of minutes where she's specifically good. She's also really funny, so this is good, and enjoy it. Talk a lot about character, right? This wasn't just about getting to the other side. This was about development of character. What were some things that she talked about, right? I mean, there are at least 20 different character traits that she brought up. What, what were some of them that you heard? Yes. What else? What, I'm sorry? Endurance. What else? Courage. What else? Discipline. What? Vision. Absolutely. Yep. What else? And she even talked about pride, right? We don't really think of pride right, as a positive character trait, but in this way, what she means is continuing, you know, to, to keep your head up in the face of some level of repeated failure and being able to acknowledge what you have accomplished and what you have learned. So leading into this, I want to give you your last couple of minutes here to do a little bit of journaling around 
character and how it relates to you and what it is that you really want, right? So what are the things, right, about character? How does this impact you? What character traits do you want to develop? What will you need to develop? Who do you need to be, right, in order to achieve these dreams that you have? Spend just a couple minutes on that, and then we're actually going to do a little bit of sharing and wrap up. I think we've pretty much got even numbers at each of the tables. So before we wrap up, what I'd like you to do is pick somebody else. Could be someone that you came with today that you know, right, that you trust, or just someone that you just met, which is great. And we're going to give you a couple of minutes just to share with each other what you want to, right? So there may be some things very personal on your page, and that's fine. We're not taking up the pages. We promise, right? But, you know, we want to give you a couple minutes just to share with each other. That's just one other person here today, right? Like, how are you answering those four questions? And just spend a couple minutes sharing, okay? Take a few minutes. We'll wrap up. Well, thank you guys again uh, for for coming. And hopefully it was just a good, like, 45 minutes of step-back time. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, I think we've got on the sheet here, if you are interested, we're thinking that we're going to do a follow-up, this workshop, where you can then take some of the thoughts that you've got on your sheet and now, now, like, from this basis, start really putting together some action plans for 2015. So if that's, if you thought you were doing action planning today, um, you know, put down that you're interested in coming next Thursday. We're going to just do this here, right, I think over lunch, yeah. And several of us will be here. I'll be here, so and I'm going to do it for me too. So if you are interested, jot that down, right, on the comment card. And other than that, thank you again for coming and just for working hard. That's a lot to do over lunch where all we gave you is water and a mint.